Hello and welcome to the Disney Park Princess podcast. This is season two, episode three, and we're so happy that you're back. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And we're excited because uh, for you guys, it's been a week, but for us, it's actually been a couple of months <laughs> since we last <laughs> It's been a minute since we've done this. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've done one of these, yes. Um, and a lot has, a lot has changed. A lot has gone on because... Last time we recorded was October, and now it's almost Christmas. <laughs> so, many, many things have happened. Uh, but first up, let's get into our hot take for today. This is something, it's not really a hot take, but I am very sad that I already bought Heather's Christmas present. And in fact, she already has it and is using it. <laughs> I used it five minutes ago. <laughs> um because otherwise I know exactly what I would be getting you for Christmas. And it's, it's, it's a new thing that Disney is now selling. And I'm so mad. What is because it? I know am I going to have to go back? Do I need, let me pull up shop Disney. What is it? No, it is a new Christmas ornament. Frozen ever after. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, can I just say, I'm going to, here's my hot take. I'm going to throw this hot take out there and I'm just going to watch all the listeners and your two heads collectively explode. I don't even use Disney Christmas ornaments anymore. <gasps> what? I know I don't like them anymore. I said it. I don't care. I have a whole bag, like a giant bag, a very giant bag of Alice in Wonderland ornaments that don't even attempt to go on my tree. Well, you've wow. stumbled right into exactly what my hot take was. <laughs> Which is, do do you decorate? Do you use Disney decorations at the holidays or not? Yeah, I yes do. Yes and no. Well, I still have my Christmas village, which if everybody knows, I'm on the lookout for the Haunted Mansion from 10 years ago. I still have that, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the ornaments anymore. I said it. I get so what is it that my, you don't like about them? You're just over Disney right now? or I, Yeah, I don't know. You just know. don't like I the just, new ornaments? I, I think I'm just... I don't know. I'm over. Di I don't need Disney everywhere I look, I guess, is I'm kind of oh, I've kind of stopped decorating with Disney. I don't have Disney stuff in my kitchen. I think I have one Disney poster in my house. Like I just I kind of moved on from that phase, I guess. OK, I don't know. it's just not my thing anymore. Yeah. So I've never been a big uh, my office is where all my Disney lives. It does not live in the rest of my house, except for at Christmas. So at Christmas, Everything is Disney. All my yard decorations are Disney. All my tree decorations yeah, on various trees, on well, one particular tree, um, is Disney. And I do. However, I will say I did not actually buy. I think I bought one ornament on our most recent trip in September because I don't love the current direction of the Disney ornaments. They're very heavy mm -hmm. and they're very, I don't know. I just don't love them right now. So I get it. What about you, Sharla? Um, I have Disney, well, Disney's everywhere at my house, but at Christmas, <laughs> I have, I have a, most, probably mostly Disney ornaments on my tree, but not all. Um, if I were to have two trees, I would probably do a Disney and a non-Disney tree, mm -hmm. but, uh, because I don't have two trees, uh, and I have, I just mix and match. Now my stockings, my tree skirt and my tree topper are all Disney. And I was just telling my husband the other day that we should probably look into something different i mean we got them on our honeymoon 18 and a half years ago <laughs> and i love them but 
like it it's that Victorian Mickey and Minnie and they're really pretty, but they're just kind of starting to show their age. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we just replaced I had a Tinkerbell tree topper for the longest time that we just mm-hmm. replaced this year um with yeah. a non-Disney tree topper. Yeah, I had, tree topper hot, is just I had the to star. Glue, I had to hot glue Minnie back together. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Might be time. <laughs> so, but I, I also don't want to because you know, there we got them we got them on our honeymoon, so it's a yeah. So they're sentimental. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's sort of the whole. I guess that's my thing about the ornaments right now. Like, I I don't buy Disney ornaments just for the sake of buying Disney ornaments. I buy them for very specific things. So I bought one on the Disney Wish, so that when I take it out next year, I'm be like, oh, honey, remember that time we went? Yeah. On? You know, like there needs to be some sort of sentimental attachment or memory to them, as opposed to just a general, you know. Right. Disney ornament. Well, that's well, what my ornaments are. They're all, I mean, majority of them, not all of them, are from travels that I've been on. So when I went to Austria or Peru or Italy or France, I have various ornaments from the different cities and towns that I visited there. And to me, that is more remarkable than, like, here's this Alice in Wonderland ornament I bought 15 years ago because I thought she was cute. I still think it's cute. I just don't want my whole tree like that. Right. Yeah, my uh, my mother buys us an ornament every year and always has, and I I really appreciate that. So, it, most of the time now they're Disney, but if, when we were kids, they were they might have been Disney, but they would have been kids type things. So, um, I appreciate that she that she gives us an ornament every year. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, other thing I wanted to talk about, we have a new product. This is not a hot take. This is essentially an ad. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have advertisements, so you're going to just have to put up with us for a minute because we finally, finally, after four years, have a product to advertise, and it's ours. It's something that we created and designed and that you can purchase on Amazon or through our website, which will take you to Amazon. But And I hope you like it because my eyes literally went crossed and, like, physically <laughs> crossed yesterday and had to walk away from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so it is a, I, it, it is a journal slash planner. Like it's a little bit planner and it's a little bit journal. Um, and it's very funny because while we were working on this, um, one of our, one of our listeners actually posted in our Facebook group, Hey, does anybody use a bullet journal? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew, <laughs> so this and there are three versions of it, and that's sort of the fun thing for you guys. For the average person who's just planning, it's just a, a, a journal. Yes, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But for you guys, there are three separate covers. So there's one that I designed, there's one that Heather designed, and there's one that Charlotte designed. Um, and it should probably be pretty clear <laughs> to anybody <laughs> who knows us which one is which. <laughs> But you can purchase the Sarah version, the Heather version, or the Charlotte version. They're or all, all available. three. All three. And or depending three. on your mood, you choose Please that princess's set, version. <laughs> and thank Here's, you. Here is why I like this. Because um, I am very much a, like, I like having a planner. And I'm not so much of an artist where I'm going to be doodling. But this is a little bit of both. So if you are more of the creative type where you draw in all the different colors and you're doodling and you're making pictures... There are pl- pages for you to do that, 
But if you're more like me where you like lists and you like everything planned out neatly, there's that too. So you can have a little bit of both and everybody can find something they like in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it it comes in paperback and hardcover, which is fun because some people prefer, you know, hardcover. Some people, you know, and there's just tons and tons and tons of rooms to doodle, to journal, to list, to, you know, plan, to, um, anyway, we're really... We're really proud of it. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm very proud of it. It took me a very long time to do my version. Um, When you see it, it doesn't look like it should take that long, but there was a lot of back-end work. Oh, believe me. I mean, mine is, we all know that I am the least artistic visual person (laughs) on the planet. So the fact that I did this and it looks, I think it looks cute, but it's very basic. (laughs) But even that was like a real stretch for me. Graphic design, not my strong suit, but it's pink and it's navy and I love it. (laughs) Now I'm thinking I should have enlisted my graphic design Imagineer neighbor and been like, here, go do this for us. (laughs) But it's too late. We did it by ourselves. But it's more special that we did it ourselves. Like, it's like when your kid comes home from kindergarten with that handmade ornament, you know, and like, you have to put it on the tree. You You give it to your mom. And like, I guarantee you, Heather, if you go to your mom's house, you know, in Florida right now, there's probably some ornament that you made like in kindergarten that is on the tree. Oh gosh, no. I think I, I have all of my ornaments that my mom is the least sentimental person on the planet. So when she was moving from New Jersey to Florida years and years ago, she basically put together like storage boxes, one for my sister and one for me and said, here's all your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I have my, my mom is the same way. FYI, there is nothing on her tree that represents me, but I have ornaments on my tree that Ryan made when he was little, little bitty. So (laughs) I don't know. So anyway, you can get it on Amazon. You can go to our website. If you click on shop in our website, it'll take you, we have a variety of products on there actually that are curated for Amazon that we love. And it also has uh, all of the versions of the book, or you can just go directly to amazon.com and it is available there. It is also available for purchase in the UK and Germany, like all the other it's, it's available at all of the Amazon shops as far as we know. So uh, paperback version is $9 and 99 cents. Hardcover is $15 and 99 cents. Um, so it is perfect for if you spent your holidays planning a trip and now want somewhere to keep track of all the details. Perfect. It is perfect. So uh, please consider supporting Disney Park Princess in this way. We really appreciate it. And tell your friends. And tell your friends. That's right. Buy buy, buy, buy those gifts for all your friends and family that are going on. Uh, And it is not, by the way, Disney specific. It is broadly, it is designed to be whether you are going to Universal Orlando or Walt Disney World or wherever you are going. So um, it is not actually Disney specific. Whether you are visiting a mouse or a wizard, there is something in there for you. So. Coming up next, we are going to be talking about the, Heather, what's the official? It's the 100 years of? Disney 100 is Disney the official 100. name of it. Disney Very simple, okay. to the point. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking all things about the Disney 100 celebration. Stay tuned. If you're like me, you have post-its and scraps of paper and receipts and places that you have jotted notes down on and they're probably scattered all over your house. No, just me? (laughs) That can't possibly be true. But if you are like me and you're looking for a way to organize all of your plans for your upcoming Disney, Universal, or other vacation, look no further. Disney Park Princess has created a series of vacation planning journals 
designed by each of your Disney Park princesses. Three separate covers, one by me, one designed by Heather, and one designed by Sharla. And if you look at these covers, you can instantly tell who designed which one. <laughs> Go to DisneyParkPrincess.com, click on Shop, our must-have items and gift guides, and in the drop-down box, click Shop. You can also purchase these directly on Amazon, but of course, we hope that you go through our website. So whether you like the classic navy blue and pink of my cover, the gold and rose gold elegance of Heather's cover, or the 90s-inspired colors on Charlotte's cover, or maybe you want the entire set, go to DisneyParkPrincess.com and click on Shop. Thanks. All right, let's get into it. Heather, Heather, tell us all, first of all, tell us how you learned about all of this. Well, um, last week as we're recording this, as you're listening to this, back in early December, I was invited to the Disney Earmarked Conference. Um, And basically what this is, is a big conference for um, certain travel agencies that sell Disney um, to kind of you know, learn about what's new, what's upcoming, kind of have inspirational speakers about, you know, how to grow your business type of thing. But it's a Disney trade conference specifically for travel agents. And I was lucky enough to be invited. And one of the first presentations they did was to talk about the new um, celebration coming up. And we didn't really have much information about it before. They just kind of said, yay, it's 100 years of the company. And then in true Disney fashion, let up, left us hanging. <laughs> so um, I got a lot of information at the um, the conference. And I was texting the girls and said, we have to talk about this. Like, there's some cool stuff coming out. Nice. Okay. So now, is this a, is the celebration across all of the theme parks? Or is it being primarily held at Disneyland. So the center of the um, the celebration is at Disneyland, but there are going to be things at each theme park around the world. And I know I had been reading message boards and, and kind of, you know, being in the Disney fan community when this was announced um, back at the D23 Expo last summer. And people were really, really upset about this, that it wasn't centered at Walt Disney Worlds. Oh, I remember. Um, I think we might have talked about this last season a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think we did. Um, and I just, to me, how silly and how how greedy do you Disney World people need to be? Like, you are currently actively in the middle of a celebration right now for Disney World's 50th anniversary. And let's not forget, Disney is a California company. It was started here in Southern California. And so for them for them to base their 100 years celebration in Disneyland kind of just makes sense. It's where it all started. Um, so the majority of things will be happening at Disneyland, but Disney World and even the parks, you know, in Europe and Asia will also have, you know, little things happening as well. So don't worry, you'll get your fix in Florida. <laughs> There's a little something <laughs> for everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Here is a reason for everybody to come and visit Disneyland this year. If you, you still haven't made the trek, maybe this is what kind of gives you that little extra boost. So we started with the colors of the celebration. And I'm very excited about this because it basically just speaks to me. They are violet and platinum. So just oh, silver and purple, it. but like a pretty light purple. And it just, it looks so good. And so all the characters, costumes, all of the merchants, everything is going to be in these violet um, and silver colors. So I feel like if you are the person that takes picture in front of the purple wall at the Magic Kingdom, this is the celebration for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, but quick <laughs> question. 
Have you bought the official ears yet? No, I don't like, I didn't like them when they were announced. They just look heavy, but no, I haven't bought the official <laughs> ears. But, oh, there's more on that coming. Well, forget it. Let's just go into it. So, um, <laughs> well, the, the merchandise, um, they have, they're going to have, they're going to have different ears that I'm very excited about. And those ones I'll buy. But what I thought that they were doing is cool is that they are releasing different merchandise throughout the year. So there's going to be merchandise when the celebration first starts, but then, you know, two or three months later, there's going to be something new. And all throughout the year, they're going to keep releasing new Disney 100 merchandise. So for me or for somebody who's local, like this is how you get your fix. and They keep getting you to go back. Like, oh, there's more (laughs) stuff I have to buy. (laughs) So now the official start of the celebration is... January 1st? January 27th. So they will start at Disneyland January 27th, and it's going to go through 2023. Okay. So, you know, I guess December 31st, 23. Who knows? But it'll go. Oh, you know they're going to drag it on past that. Disney has never done a celebration that is less than 12 months before. Okay. Let's see. What else do I have? Okay. The park icons. So... Um, uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle, and then Carthay Circle um, Restaurant or Theater, I guess it's Theater, and California Adventure, they are going to have purple, violet, and platinum accents on them. So they're going to be all festive and purple, and I'm here for that. But then they're also going to have the little platinum statues, like Walt Disney World had for their 50th. Throughout the the parks. Mm -hmm. So instead it'll be platinum, silver, platinum, and they'll be all throughout the parks. And I think that's cute because it'll be fun. I'm a platinum girl myself, so I'm here for that. Same. I don't, gold isn't my thing. So I'm very excited for this. They're going to be all over. They are going to have some person who just put gold all over her journal cover. (laughs) I'm sorry. It is adorable. I dare you to say it is not. It's, it's fantastic. It's very of the minute. I love it. I think it's adorable, but you're the one who just said you're not a gold person. Oh yeah. No, I don't wear any, I don't have any, any gold jewelry. It's not my thing. Um, (laughs) But that being said, um, Walt Disney World is going to have some of the statues too. So you'll have you know, out in Florida, have the opportunity to go and do some of that. And I think um, Spaceship Earth is getting some like violet banners and and things like that. So there'll be a little bit out there. Um, What else? Oh, exclusive to Disneyland. um, They are getting a new Mickey popcorn bucket with little purple shorts. You can only get it in California. Oh, I don't even on. like popcorn buckets, and I might have to go get them because he was so cute. I wish. I, so they, you know, they give you a lot of proprietary information. It is not proprietary by the time you're hearing this, which is why I can talk about it. <laughs> but so I couldn't take pictures of what he looked like, but he was so adorable. And oh gosh, I'm gonna have to go back and buy him, and he's just gonna sit here. I don't know what I'm gonna do with him. Um, what else? Okay, so Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will be opening in Disneyland January 27th to open the celebration. Um, and it's kind of a big deal coming out here. So it is the same ride. And uh, I'm flipping through all my pages. I have so much information. Oh, um, and actually, sidebar, but tell them what ride is going to be staying that we actually thought was going away. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have a whole section on Toontown and we can get into that now. All right. We can get into that later if you want. But (laughs) we thought Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was replacing 
Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, but it is not. Roger Rabbit is staying in Toontown, and this makes me so happy because it is a ride i'm not even a huge fan of the roger rabbit movie i've seen it i think it's cute but it's not you know a thing that i fell in love with but this is the only place that has like that you can ride this ride it's something different um there's maybe like a nod to roger rabbit at hollywood Studios. so i i just to me it's very sad that disney is homogenizing their parks and everything is the same I want there to be different things at different parks to give me a reason to go visit them. You know what yeah. I mean? And We've so had I this like conversation so many times. I'm so I completely agree with you. Like yeah. I and I get it. Everybody says, "Oh, well, I want to ride Roger Rabbit or I want to ride this or that." Well, you can go to the other parks. Maybe not as easily as you could get to Florida or as easily as you could get to Paris or whatever it is, but you can make that plan for yourself and visit one of these other parks to go ride the things. But sidebar, Roger Rabbit is staying and Minnie Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is coming. So now we'll have two rides three really with the little kid coaster that I'll get to. Um, but they're completely redoing Toontown, um, which, you know, had been announced before, but we got a sneak peek at what Toontown is going to be. And it looks amazing. Um, and if you've never been to Toontown at uh, Disneyland before, it is so much better than the Toontown that was in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um instead of just a couple of houses, like it really was a town and it was very interactive. Like almost every surface that you could touch had, you know, a thing that would happen. It was kind of like cause and effect. I touch this doorknob, this happens. And there was a lot of hidden little surprises and it was really just Disney Imagineering at its best. Um, so I'm very excited to see how this is going to be because it is still very interactive according to all of the information we got. So Mickey and Minnie's opens um, on January 27th with the start of the celebration, but the rest of Toontown does not open until March 8th um, because like I said, completely redoing it. And so the center of Toontown is going to be Centennial Park and it's going to be this big giant open space where like if little kids need time to just sit and chill or mom and dad need to sit and relax while the kids go run around in Donald Duck's boat. Like this is going to be the place to relax. And they have the center of it is the dreamer tree, which kind of like interacts with little kids. There's also going to be a, a fountain. And then at night, like at dusk, they're going to do their own good night kiss because little kids can't really stay up until park closed to see the good night kiss. So this is going to be a good night kiss for the little ones. And I thought that was so cute. Oh, that's adorable. It's so cute. Um, and then they are adding in Goofy's How to Play yard, specifically geared towards the toddlers. Um, it's basically like they have a sound garden, tons of interactive elements. There's Fort Max, which is Max, Goofy's son, uh, his clubhouse, his treehouse. Um, they, inside Goofy's house, are going to have a candy-making contraption. So little kids can, like, they're helping Goofy make candy. And it's like, you know, all the different smells and sights. And touch this, and this happens. And super interactive. Donald Duck's boat is still there, but they've kind of redone it. Um, they made the outside a giant splash zone and inside the boat it's now it looks like the boat is underwater so the boat is sinking oh, and then so you don't really go into the boat anymore but you can like play through the windows of what's happening inside Donald Duck's boat which is cute um there's going to be Chip and Dale's gadget coaster 
um, because there used to be the or there is a coaster there now just for little kids basically like goofy's go coaster in florida um just a tiny like my first roller coaster situation um what else did they say mickey and minnie's houses are still there um and then the railway is going to be the exact same ride that is in florida but we have a different entrance it's going to look like the El Capitoon Theater. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a nod to the El Cap movie theater here in Hollywood. Um, and then they're going to have a different queue experience. It's going to be um, themed to Mickey Mouse through the years. And it's going to be interactive as well. So kind of like a Winnie the Pooh, you know, um, queue in Florida. or to, to keep you entertained while you're waiting. Nice. Which I love. I wish most queues would be like that. So... Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, January 27th. The rest of Toontown is March 8th, which I think is adorable. I love the idea of the Centennial Park, though. That's such a great, because there are so many... This is one thing that I think Disneyland was lacking, just over Walt Disney World, just because they just don't have as much space to play with, right? They don't have as much room. Um, And so somewhere for younger kids in particular to sort of run around and get the yayas out is... Or just a quiet place to sit on a bench and people watch for, you know, it's, I think that's really needed. Agreed. So sometimes you need to just relax. Like, give me my churro and let me sit somewhere in the shade and leave me alone for a half an hour. Yeah. Nice. Uh, What else did we see? Um, There's a lot of changes coming to Disneyland that I can talk about, but let's stick with the... The celebration. So obviously the characters are going to have their new costumes and the silver and the purple. Um, And then all of the entertainment, which I think is something Disneyland does really well, um, a lot better than Florida, is the spontaneous entertainment where they they have Mm -hmm. like six or in Disneyland Park alone, they have six or seven musical groups that just depending on where you are, pop up, sing a song, play a music and then disappear. Um, You know, Disney World has the Dapper Dans and, and the Janitors, really. Um, so Disneyland has so many of those and they are giving them special songs to sing throughout the celebration, um, composed specifically for the celebration. And so you'll see these, the bands and and the musical groups pop up and singing songs themed to that, uh, celebration, depending on what park you're in. So I like that even something so little as these guys that you probably run right past are going to have a special part in, in the Disney 100 celebration. Mm. So something small, not something major, but just something to add that little element, you know, element of entertainment to. And then the big news is that there's going to be two nighttime shows debuting in Disneyland for Disney 100. The first one is over at um, California Adventure, and it's called World of Color One like the power of one um and they've completely redid the show redid all of the um movie scenes redid all of the music it's a completely new score um and obviously new lighting cues and all of that um and so the theme is how one person can affect change and they're going to explore how disney characters affected those around them right so you may have seen mulan defeat the Huns and free China, but how did that affect the people of her country type of situation? And so what can one person do to make the world better is technically the theme of this. Um, Go ahead. I just feel like this is going to make me cry big time. 
I was yeah. about to say. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm so super excited about this. Like, I, I'm very, they, the way they were describing it is amazing. They're going to introduce two new franchises into the show. They didn't, they won't say which ones they are yet. Um, I'm guessing <laughs> in Canto Wars, is. Let's be clear. I don't <laughs> We already, I think one of them is already, I think one is going to be in Canto, but I'm not sure. They won't say. That's my, that's my, uh, my, my guess. Oh, I would love that. Um, there's going to be a new visual palette. So like I said, redesigning all of the, the cues, the lighting cues. And if you've never seen World of Color, it's so bright and happy. And there's just so many good, like, it just, it looks like a rainbow who's <laughs> jumping out of yeah. the water. If um, you've so not seen World of Color, you need to. And in fact... Maybe you'll have the opportunity to someday. Yes. Maybe that's we, a thing oh, we're going to discuss at some point. Hint, hint. We have a whole special <laughs> surprise in the works for everybody that we, uh, <laughs> we're hoping you'll take us up on. But um, So I, I don't think I've seen the, I'll say new, I don't think it's new anymore, but the new version of World of Color that came out a few years ago. I think I've only seen the original. I just saw that last month and it, I mean, I loved it. I love World of Color. I think it's great. Yeah, it's not a it's show a that I have show. to see all the time. You know, you see it once or twice. You're like, okay, I can go a few trips without it, but it's just yeah. fun and happy. It, I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose Fantasmic if I can only choose one because oh, yeah. Fantasmic at Disneyland. Yeah, is if I have to choose, absolutely I'm choosing Fantasmic. But, absolutely, 100%. but they're both. I mean, they're both great. great. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then they have, like I said, a new score and the new original song is going to be called "Start a Wave." Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm very excited about that one. But over at Disneyland, we have a new fireworks spectacular. And I think I'm more excited about the fireworks than I am about World of Color. And I I might, I'm going to have to stay up late to see these. And that's very, very sad for me because I almost never see fireworks at Disneyland unless we're watching from like our room. It has a few of them. Like when I saw World of Color last month, I put on my robe over my pajamas and went up to the concierge private viewing area in my slippers and watched. Like that's <laughs> the only way I watched. But I'm going to have to stay up late for these because, okay. All right. All right. Okay. It, the new fireworks at Disneyland are called Wondrous Journeys. And okay. Each and every Disney film in history is going to be in the show because they are celebrating Whoa. 100 years of Disney movies. And so they are putting every movie. I'm assuming this means animated movie. I can't imagine like we're going with Happiest Millionaire in here. Um, but they're putting every Disney film in the show. Um, and the theme of this is what is the journey of the artist? Meaning mm-hmm. the person who drew the characters, what is their journey? How do they arrive at what Belle looks like? And so you're actually going to see like artist brush strokes like show up on the oh, castle wow. or whatever. Like their projections are going to be like artist drawings. Um, and they were working with the Disney Animation Research Library, the ARL, um, to get some of these very rough and raw and unfinished drawings that they could turn into projections. Um, and if you've never seen anything about the ARL, go on Disney Plus. There's a million and one um, shows on them. My friend Tamara is the curator of it. And it's like, if you are an artist, this is like the happiest place you can go because they have every kind of concept art from every Disney animated fo- uh, film uh, dating back to, um, you know, Steamboat Willie. So they've kind of got to raid those archives and pull them into the show. Um, And in Disneyland, 
projections aren't just on Main Street or the castle. They're also on It's a Small World and Over the Rivers of America. So basically, you can watch this show three or four different nights and have three or four different experiences, depending on where you watch it from. Um, so, And then a lot of the concept art that they've pulled in the show has never been seen before. Like, it's never been in a movie. It's never been in a book. It's never been on a TV show. So they pulled it specially just for this um, fireworks show. Um, the theme throughout the show is butterflies. So you're going to see a lot of butterflies kind of like flying all about you as you watch it. Oh, um, they have confirmed, which I, I think it'll be common knowledge by the time you hear this, but it is confirmed that Baymax is going to be flying over <gasps> Sleeping Beauty Castle instead oh, of Tinkerbell, so instead of um, wait, instead of wait, Dumbo, Baymax. Baymax. Is I think that's awesome. I, know. I am here for that. I it. know. I think it's the thing I'm most excited about. I love Baymax so much. So he's going to be flying over the castle, which is, of course, a nod to San Francisco, San Francisco that's going next door at California Adventure at some point. Um, the theme song is called It's Wondrous, and they performed it for us. It's very beautiful. It's a tearjerker. It's going to make you cry. Um, and then I, you two are going to lose your minds when I say this, but the finale is that they are turning Sleeping Beauty Castle into the house from Encanto at the <gasps> end. Oh, <fun. laughs> I can see it. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's the fireworks journey. But then we're not done there because they also said that there's going to be three new entertainment surprises coming to Disneyland for the celebration. They have not been announced. Um, that no details have released, but three big entertainment type situations will be coming to Disneyland throughout the next year for the celebration. So I like that they're constantly changing the celebration. Usually the celebrations are pretty static and this new ride is opening and this, you know what I mean? And now come back, come back three times this year. You're going to have a different experience, which I think is cool. That's great. So those are my major updates. Um, on anything for the resorts or anything? Well, um, I'm always hopeful. <laughs> well, Paradise Pier Hotel is being currently changed into Pixar Place. Um, they're going to have a new Finding Nemo pool area. Oh, and they're putting in um, mini golf. I didn't know this. They're putting in a mini golf course at um, Paradise Pier, Pixar Pier, whatever. At it's the hotel? The hotel oh, it's going to be themed to pixar obviously because it's pixar place um and one of the holes the concept art they showed us of the holes it was um themed to bow <gasps> oh stop. oh that's Come so on. cute i know it looked so so cute um what else uh, da, 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 da. obviously disneyland hotel is getting the villas <laughs> that building is almost finished when i was just there like obviously there's a lot of work to be done inside but the building itself is almost fully done um they, it's going to have a steamboat release splash area and a second pool um so now you'll have three pools and two splash areas at the hotel and it looks very like mid-century 60s ish which is cool um it, it looks beautiful. I'm very excited to get to stay there. Um, Avengers Campus expansion. They've already talked about that. Um, the Tiana's Bayou Adventure. They have slated in Disneyland for late 2024. Um, obviously, San Francisco, San Francisco is coming. Um, and oh, the Adventureland Treehouse. I, I, I've been walking by it for the last 
four months and it's been under construction and they haven't been taught like there's no talk about what they're doing to it but you can hear the people behind there so they announced that they're turning it back into the swiss family robinson treehouse because it was themed to tarzan for so long out in california so they're putting it back to the swiss family robinson but they're really? doing more scenes new scenes um different from what's in florida and they're um like one of the new scenes is going to be mom's music den but it's going to stay interactive. So when they moved it to Tarzan's treehouse, it was very interactive. Like if you walked past something, you know, a noise would happen or something would jump out at you. So they're keeping that element, but they're theming it back to Swiss Family Robinson, which I really, really I'm excited like. about that. I know, me too. Me too. I mean, I liked the Tarzan's treehouse for the interactive elements, but I don't have an emotional attachment to the film. So I'm excited for them to bring it back. Um, what else? So Epcot, they have the Walt, the Dreamer statue coming for the new Epcot slash Disney 100. They are going to do, you know, the 100 years photo ops and props and frames and things like that and the merchandise. And then um, they also announced that because it's going to be Animal Kingdom's 25th anniversary, they're going to they have their new partnership with Net Geo, which Disney still which Disney now owns. So they're going to have um, kind of like a lot more like in-depth um informational educational type situations happen throughout the park they didn't really elaborate on it but i kind of like that i think that i like that they're going to try to incorporate more um conservation into the park which is what the park's about anyway i have to say the net geo partnership is one of my favorite partnerships that disney has right now the 100%. net geo content on disney plus is fantastic <laughs> There's Not only really that, good stuff. the trips that, I mean, you could have taken the trips before anyway, but now that they're part of the Disney bundle, like I just, I love it. I, yeah. I, I love the, you know, still having that Disney magic, but being able to go, you know, to places, Nat Geo goes everywhere all over the globe. Like if you thought ABD took you to some cool places, times that by a billion and Nat right. Geo takes you there. Like, yeah. I think that the only place that Nat Geo doesn't go that ABD does is Germany. <laughs> I guess there's nothing in Germany that speaks to their brand, but um, like they, they just do such cool expedition-y type trips. Like if you're really into animals and nature, they have some really cool trips planned. Yeah. Awesome. But so that was, um, oh, I have DCL updates. Not many actually. Um, um, Pixar Day at Sea that's going to be debuting on the fantasy probably as you are listening to this um, some of the the fun things like I just kind of jotted down what I thought was cute and different they're bringing back Jack Jack's diaper dash they okay. are gonna <laughs> have <laughs> they're gonna have Roz make announcements throughout the ship so instead of like the ship's captain it's gonna be Roz making your announcements for you during oh for Pixar day that's for cute. Pixar day um, and okay. then they I really also... had no interest in Pixar day but now I kind of do <laughs> same I have no interest whatsoever until I started hearing the I was like oh I want to go do this they have one of the activities on Pixar day because it's only one day out of your cruise right so right. Um, they have build your own Forky, <laughs> which I thought was so cool. Oh, <laughs> like, I want to go build my stupid trash fork. Let's go. <laughs> so they have that. Um, Marvel Day at Sea, um, obviously, which has been going on for years. They say that they have um, their one of the new activities is train to be 
the, one of the warriors from Wakanda and they were saying that it's like the scariest thing they've ever seen. They're like, when you, these women are out there and they're banging their sticks and yeah. teaching you how to That's do this, awesome. they're like, it is the most intense thing we've ever seen. Um, and then they have a new Doctor Strange show coming to Marvel Day at Sea. Um, and then that's about it, that we still didn't get any new news for the uh, new Castaway Club level. They're just like, here's Pearl. More to come. <laughs> any information on the new island at all or nothing? Coming soon. Coming soon. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, well I, have, I have two thoughts on this. One, Jack Jack Stocker Dash should be every day. At, on every cruise. On any, every cruise. It should Agreed. be on Pixar. And two, I absolutely love their um, Mickey and Minnie anniversary type, their clothing that they've put them in for all these promos. They mm -hmm. are, it's just the prettiest colors. The the DCL ones? Yes. Yes, there's something about that turquoise. Like, and I can't wait, like I will go and I will sail this summer and buy all of the, the merchandise in those colors. Like they're, they're gonna have like champagne glasses so and all. Pretty. I'm like, yes, yes, please. I will, I'll go so on the pretty. wonder. Awesome. So yeah, that's Disney okay. 100, everyone. I think it's time that we all make a trip to Disneyland and, and eat some fancy snacks and buy some purple stuff and go see the new fireworks show. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a good idea, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> so that is actually one of the things that we are talking about. Disney Park Princess is contemplating a trip to Disneyland. Uh, we don't have specifics yet, but we have sort of a general time frame of mid-November of 2023. Uh, why mid-November? Because Heather found out that I have never been to Disneyland during the holidays and flipped out. <laughs> See, now this conference that I went to was an enlightening in so many ways. In fact, I found out that Sarah has never been to Disneyland for the holidays, doesn't know any of the holiday overlays, doesn't know how glorious Disneyland is. Like you think Magic Kingdom is beautiful during the holidays, I'm gonna say times five for Disneyland. It's just, it's- it's Shots fired. It's very charming and very magical. It, I'm just saying, you gotta come see it for yourself. And so I didn't, I, I was on a break from one of my conference sessions and I see that she said this and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And she, she started said, yelling. She started like, <laughs> Sean and Ryan haven't been. I'm like, that's no, it. I, no, it's true. My family's never been to Disneyland. And so we have been talking I'm about a Disney fan. Yes, yes, you are. If I can go to <laughs> Disney World for the holidays, we <laughs> could come here. But I, I, we got, we've been talking about a Disney Park Princess trip for a very long time, and we just weren't sure where it should be, when should it be, would there be any interest? Um, and this was kind of the catalyst. Like, you know what? I think this is the right thing. If we give everybody enough of, um, of notice yep. i think a lot of people hopefully will come and we can see disneyland for the holidays we can take advantage of the disney 100 celebration and you get to come to walt's park it's the only place he really was and there's just something charming about that there is something and uh, just to be clear i have been to disneyland multiple times, Many times. <laughs> just during the holidays um and i would agree even as an east coast person walt disney world is my quote-unquote home theme park disneyland is special it is its own it is its own thing and it's it, it is impossible to explain the difference in the feeling between the two parks until you go. <laughs> so 
Yeah, um, at this point, we are just in the gathering interest phase. I'm hopeful that in the next month or two, we'll have some concrete plans to put out to everybody, and and we can go from there. But we're we're shooting for the second week of November ish. Yeah, second or third week of November. Um, but prior, just prior to Thanksgiving is is the goal because we want to try to get ahead of the holiday crowds. Um, and of course, everybody's life gets crazy in the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So. Exactly. So this is kind of a, a break where we can all catch our breaths and enjoy some holiday magic without the crazy of the holidays. So if you are interested in getting more details when they are available, please email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com and we will get you on our mailing list specifically for uh, a potential Disneyland trip with us. And guys, I'm thinking of like some really cool ideas for this, like group rides on the holiday overlay rides, groups, holiday snack crawls, like we're going to do some fun things. Sign Sign me up for the snack crawl. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you, I had just a handful of Disney snacks, um, holiday snacks, two days ago. That Mickey gingerbread cookie is everything in the world. Like, they're really good. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's so we have all kinds of exciting news. There's a potential trip. We've got new journals. We've got all kinds of fun stuff going on. So um, thank you so much for joining us on Episode 3, Season 2 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. Uh, coming up on our Patreon Extra we have a new Disney Park Princess furry family member. We're going to learn all about it uh, on the Patreon Extra. And coming up next week is going to be on episode four. We're going to be talking about Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa at Walt Disney World. The flagship Walt Disney Ooh, World Resort. Fancy. And one of my favorites. Not my favorite, of course, because it's still the Beach Club. But I, I do love the Grand Floridian, so... We're going to be talking all about that. So uh, please be sure to join us next week. Please visit our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Please follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. We have a lot of fun in there. Um, And please help support our content-making ability by going to Patreon.com slash DisneyParkPrincess. You can support us. You get extra perks for being a Patreon member. And it is one of the ways that just allows us to keep keep creating for you guys. So uh, thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.